I believe if they shut the trucks down, the country would shut down in two days. Doctors, nurses, grocery store workers, all these people are considered essential workers in the unprecedented times that have befallen us. But some essential workers tend to get overlooked more than others. These are the people who keep supplies moving across the nation. They are the truckers of America. I'm Kyle Smith, your host for today's episode of Covering COVID. Marvin Smith is the owner of and driver for Gravy Train Express, LLC. It is based in Lewistown, Pennsylvania. His son Richard is the co-owner and treasurer. Their wheels have been turning the whole time. Most of the population has been homebound since this pandemic revved up in early March, but not the Smiths. They keep working for a couple of reasons. One is a sense of duty to keep the economic pipeline open to the extent that they can. But another is that this is a f- small family business. They've got roots in Lewistown and in the industry. They take pride in their work, and they're determined to keep on trucking through the crisis. Marvin got back from his last trip at the end of last week a couple weeks ago. It took a couple of days to be home and deliver coal. That's something he's been doing since his father helped him years ago. His father, also named Richard Smith, was a coal driver. Marvin Smith learned all he knew about delivering coal, the coal industry, and driving truck from his father. Marvin now also owns a company called Marvin E. Smith Coal Sales. Marvin started driving truck in the 1980s. His CB radio name was Old Gravy Train, and that's where the name Gravy Train Express comes from. They often haul overhead door and metals that are used in everyday products such as canned goods. During his brief stop at home, Marvin gets his truck and trailer washed. He employs his grandsons and some high school kids who are trying to earn some money. You know those soot-covered trucks you often see on the road or at a rest stop? Someone will use his finger to write, wash me, in the grind. Well, that's not Marvin Smith's trucks. He sees a clean truck as a sign of a company that cares about its image. But it's more than an image issue. Trucks that travel long distance pick up dirt, pollen, and insects from different areas. So keeping his truck clean is a way to fight back against invasive species such as the spotted lanternfly that has plagued parts of Pennsylvania. When the truck is clean, Marvin's other son and the mechanic, Jonathan, take the trailer to load it up for the next trip. On Thursday, Marvin runs to the grocery store and packs a bunch of supplies since he can no longer stop to eat anywhere. You'll often find cases of water bottles, as well as non-perishable food items in the back of his truck. After letting his truck warm up for about 20 to 30 minutes, while he secures the load with straps, he starts his two or three week trip to the west coast. State after state, mile after mile, he makes his way to his deliveries, usually multiple on his way to the west, and even more on his way home. Sometimes the drivers for Gravy Train are gone for weeks at a time. So in theory, some of the drivers could have been out for pretty much the entirety of the quarantine up at this point. While every driver may not be at the risk, age, or health conditions, for Marvin, it is different. He is 73 years old and has type 2 diabetes. That's a chronic condition in which your body doesn't make enough insulin, the hormone that maintains normal glucose levels in the blood. If it is not managed properly, it can cause fatigue, blurred vision, and nerve damage especially bad symptoms for someone at the wheel of a multi-ton pound vehicle. But the pandemic adds an additional complication as Marvin is at greater risk for infection from coronavirus. He has to be extra careful while on the road. I asked him how he, his other drivers, and his office, how they have been staying safe. How does it affect you on the road? 
Do you clean your truck more? Do you wear gloves everywhere? Since you go to the West Coast and that's where it was hit the hardest, how does that affect what you do? Well, yeah. Um, first of all, my wife got me all kind of hand sanitizers and stuff like that. I use them very religiously. And other than that, I use gloves. Try to be careful when I'm in a truck stop going in or out to distance myself from people. Uh, what bothers me the most is really we have a lot of foreign drivers that I've watched over the years that are very, very unclean, have very uncleanly ways. And that bothers me. I try to distance myself from them, especially, uh, believe it or not, there's some of those drivers that will actually take a bottle of water and take a sh bath in the, in the uh, commode at the truck stop. So I'm very cautious of what for commode I use and try to wipe it down if I can. And the sink areas and stuff like that, I'm very cautious of. Um, my last round, I stayed in a motel four different days so that I could distance myself from the truck stop and what goes on at those places. And the motels had taken very, had taken a lot of steps for extra precaution and stuff like that. When you get to where you're delivering to, the people who are unloading, do they wear masks or anything? They don't. Uh, but the most of them, we don't, I don't have to get near. Most of the time they'll unload you with a forklift or a crane. So I might stand up on the truck and help them hook it up or I stand quite a distance back if they can do it all themselves. And uh, you're not really close up with anybody in that situation. What have you told the other drivers, like how to take precautions or haven't you talked too much about? I've asked them more so, and they're probably, you know, everybody as cautious as we are. Everybody has a fear of uh, contracting the disease or something. So most of them have taken precaution and they're in agreement with me as far as the other drivers. For instance, I wear shoes or boots constantly, and these guys, they'll wear sandals and stuff like that, which I think can contract disease, especially walking in and out of the bathrooms, the truck stop, and the fuel islands. Uh, and, of course, I wear gloves at the fuel island or securing the load or anything like that, you know. So I'm as cautious I can be. And most of the drivers, what I hear of, they are saying the same thing. So trucking companies right now are considered an essential business. Do you think if it gets bad enough, you think they'd shut down trucking altogether, or do you think it'd be impossible for the country to do that? Well, I believe if they shut the trucks down, the country would shut down in two days. I mean, even though I may not be hauling a food product, I might be hauling a product that is essential to, for instance, uh, cans for canned goods or the material that makes cans. I just delivered a load in North Carolina that is titanium and uh I'm familiar with this operation, and even though I had one big slab of titanium, it's actually forged down into tiny articles that are used for the medical industry as far as needles and uh, like your knees. And I mean, a lot of the titanium is precious metals that are used in medical equipment. Let's say hypothetically they do shut down. Do you think they would let the drivers return home, or do you think that in a case like this, they'd have to set up camp where they are? Well... I'd almost think it'd be essential to get the driver home, although in our case it'd be from the West Coast, so we're a long ways from home. 
and you would take a great financial rap doing that. And the airlines are not really, you know, they're not the safest place to go right now to fly home. Uh, I'd hate to think of that. And I'd hate to be caught up in that myself. Uh, it'd be one thing for a couple of days, but you couldn't spend endless months. First of all, there's hardly any place to eat and sit down. It's all takeout food. Myself, I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm at risk to begin with, and I need to eat three decent meals a day with the medication I'm on. Uh, I don't like takeout food. Most of the truck stops now will not even let you fill your own coffee job. They jug. They make you get one of their takeout coffee jobs, and they'll serve you the coffee. So, I mean, it's really hampered our lifestyle greatly. That's it. I'm washing trucks, and there's only a couple of trucks in at a time. So does that mean business is still going well, though, or is business slowing down? It's slowed down. Some we're having a lot of trouble getting our loads, our trucks loaded coming back. Uh, but I think that was because a lot of places were unsure whether they were essential or not. Now, our company give us each paperwork to carry, saying that we are an essential company, essential to the needs of the nation. And like I said a while ago, there's there's so much goes into this, even though you may not be hauling something you think would be essential to a food line, down the line it may be. If you walk into the office at Gravy Train Express, you will hear phones ringing and fingers punching the keyboard. This is where Richard, along with his mother Elaine and sister Paula, work to keep the trucks moving. The office is attached to Marvin's house. There's only one door the drivers know to go in. Otherwise, they would be in the living room, and that's where the grandkids and dogs play. The setup has worked now for over 20 years. The problem is, with the coronavirus outbreak, when the drivers come into the office, how do they keep it as clean as possible so no one gets sick? It is Marvin's home, and there is always someone there. How do they keep the sickness out of the house? Richard has the answer to this problem. Um, now in the office, I mean, it's being an, an office attached to the home. Uh, we don't really do too much in the line of social distancing because it's mostly family here, fortunately. But um, what we have done is when drivers come in, turned in their paperwork uh, because they've been all over the country, uh, we do our best to keep our hands washed, keep our workspaces cleaned down, wiped down with you know Clorox or Lysol wipes. Uh, so we have definitely been taking precautions to um, effectively wash our hands, effectively clean down our desks and you know, keyboards, phones, and pretty much anything that, that, that we touch. Uh, we try and wipe that stuff down multiple times a day, wash our hands multiple times a day. Um, so just we try to really take the advice there to, to wash hands. Being away from their families is hard, especially now thanks to the COVID-19 outbreak. Everyone wants to be with their loved ones and stay safe, but some people have to make the sacrifice in order to keep the country running. In times like these, it's important for everyone to come together and keep on trucking. Working from home is a new concept to many Americans, but not all. We'll get some first-hand tips from someone who has been there and done that every day. That's next time on Covering COVID.